Hey everyone, you're listening to Taking Sides with the Dashleys, a show where couples send their funniest arguments or most divisive daily disagreements to us, the Dashleys. Everybody wants advice on their relationship issues, but it can be kind of risky to talk about them with your family and friends sometimes. Taking Sides is a new podcast where you can anonymously solicit feedback on your relationship issues directly from us, Dallin and Ashley, as well as from special guests from time to time. We'll give you our unqualified advice and our thoughts with the hope that it is somewhat insightful, maybe helpful, and definitely entertaining. So please send in your submissions to takingsideswiththedashleys at gmail.com and you will be in one of our next podcasts. Cool. Let's go. Let's go. What's up, Dashley fam? Welcome back to another episode of Taking Sides, the marriage podcast. If this sounds a little bit different than it normally does, that's because we are sitting in our Airbnb in southern Utah right now. Georgie is sleeping right beside us, our son, and we're talking a little handheld voice recorder. Hopefully it still sounds okay. Mm -hmm. We're excited to get to your guys' questions because we're not missing a week, vacation or not. Ash, how are you doing lately? I'm doing, As I pull up the emails. Doing so great. My mom and my sister are downstairs making French bread and spaghetti. James oh, wow. is watching Starbeam. Um, well, the French, it's sourdough bread from Costco. They're ready to bake. As good as any. So it's as good as it's things so from good. Italy, obviously. <laughs> if it, it's made by Kirkland or any brand that Kirkland endorses, I approve of it. Okay, Dallin's first question is a pregnancy question about announcing a pregnancy and i just want to first say i am probably not the best girl to ask because i get a little wild and crazy with my pregnancy announcement personal desires all right this first one is from hannah and she wants some pregnancy announcement help i never announced my pregnancies you never did with george i waited like 25 weeks before i finally told anyone i become highly private when i become pregnant but i think i'm always private which is probably weird to think of because I vlog. With James, we just announced it because I didn't know how to not announce it. So we just announced it super early. So it wasn't really an announcement. It was just like it was so early. I mean, it was an announcement, but it wasn't like, look at us. Yeah, Ashley's never been a big showy person when it comes to celebrations or announcements. No. Nope. She's never even liked having birthday parties. Nope. My best friend growing up had my same birthday. And every year she was like, do you want to plan it? Do you want me to plan it? Because we always shared our party together because we had the same friends. And because I never wanted... I just hate the idea of knowing that someone could come to my party and then be like, this sucks. So it was always my friends were coming to her party, but I was also there and celebrated. But if it went terribly terrible, which it never did, it was her party, not mine, that sucked. <laughs> so such a wuss so weird to me i like celebrations that's just me but i will say that you are very good at giving other people creative ideas for their things yeah so let's see if we could do that for hannah also if you guys do have any ideas for hannah as well join the facebook group the taking sides the marriage podcast facebook group and you can go and give some feedback to her as well all right let's read her email Hey, Dallin and Ashley, my name is Hannah. As a little bit of a backstory, my husband and I live in Guatemala as missionaries. That's cool. We were supposed to go back to Alabama in April to visit family and friends, but because of coronavirus, we have been stuck here. The last time we were able to go back was in December, 
and are hoping that we can get out of here for a few weeks in, in September. So we found out that we are expecting our first baby and just had our first ultrasound this past week and announced the pregnancy to our families that evening. We've already decided to wait to announce the baby to everyone until at least after the first trimester, but can't figure out when to tell our close friends. My husband is excited and is already waiting to tell a couple of friends, wanting to tell a couple of friends, but it makes me nervous to tell friends too early in case something goes wrong. I know every couple decides to announce at different points, but what is your advice on this? Should we just trust our friends and share the exciting news now, or wait until we can get back to them in person, which would put me around 14 weeks? Also, if you have any advice for first-time parents on how to keep the love and romance strong, would love to hear it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. We can tell you what we did wrong. You can just tell we you. don't have any ideas on what to do right. We're just, just kidding. We might have ideas, but we didn't do very good at it. I don't think we know how to do it right. All right. So, uh, but as far as baby announcements, there's what just do you like, think, there's, Ash? I have two warring schools of thought, Okay. My first one is like it's nobody's business. I again, highly private Ashley comes out when she's pregnant and she essentially wants to leave this country and everyone she knows have a baby and come back when the baby's a year old. That would be like my dream situation and it's not rational, but I don't think it has to be. So there's that side of me that's like why there's just so much going on in your head and in your body. And there's a lot of, like, judgments and advice and, like, people feel like they have some sort of, like, claim on your you and your baby when they don't. Anyways, and that's just, all of that really annoys me. And I just always want to get away when I'm pregnant so I don't feel like I owe anything to anyone. I don't owe them pictures. I don't owe them updates. I don't owe them, like, feelings. And again, highly unemotional slash emotional slash private pregnant Ashley that's who she is and she is if we ever have another baby she will come out loud and proud versus like hiding and causing incredible amounts of anxiety the other side of me wants to be like I feel like when I don't so that's one reason I don't announce or I didn't announce George for like 25 weeks. And Ellen's family was like, when's the baby due? And we were like, in three months. <laughs> um, I wish that I could be a person who was like, I have, there is a, a child inside of me and I want to celebrate their life from the moment I discover their life. And I want to bond with them and cherish them and openly love them this from the second I discover them but there's a lot of fear like there's a lot of fear of losing that baby um and when I really think about it I want to be the type of person who's not afraid to love something just because they might not be around as long as I want them to be around or that it won't come to like I won't get to hold this baby um so like a part of me wants to just be like so loud and proud and like we have a we've been pregnant for a week and we're so excited and we're taking pictures every day because we cherish this baby. Um, and there's just like this constant battle of like fear and happiness and, and being scared and being cautious with my feelings and the feelings of others feeling like I would, it would be shameful for me to announce a miscarriage when it's really not. So I would just really, I can't give you any good advice cause I've never handled it well. I've just always handled it, like, in this turmoil of anxiety. Um, 
but I would just do what you want to do. Like, if you feel like it would make you more comfortable and happy to wait 16 weeks till you really know, I think it's up to you. I think your husband has, like, is definitely a part of this, but I don't know. I just, I know with me and Dallin, I was always like, if you tell anyone, I will have a mental break. So that was kind of always my position on this. <laughs> and he respected it. I was slash I was scared by it. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I just wasn't ready for people to know. And if you're not ready for people to know, I think it's the husband's job to like respect that. If you are ready for people to know, let people know. I've never done it in a cutesy way. Because yeah, huh? With James, we made a fun little pumpkin video. Well, everyone. Oh wait, that was gender. That reveal. was her gender. Everyone knew we were pregnant with James. We. How did we announce James? We announced Maybe we just called their Dallin family friends. Dallin recorded me in Target finding out I was pregnant with her. <laughs> oh, yeah. And oh, I thought that was George for some reason. Yeah, but we weren't vloggers when George was born. Mm-mm. Um, I, guess I think that you should embrace the fact that you're in Guatemala and that's part of your story and not feel like you have to wait to go back and tell them in person. And so I from, from there... I personally love not telling people in person because then you don't have to, like touch and hug and stare at each other's bellies and yeah so if you guys embraced your story and then you got creative from from there you could make like a fun video i don't know if you're knocking doors as missionaries out there but maybe you can make a little video of of what you've been doing in guatemala but then all of a sudden your husband knocks on your belly and <laughs> say something i'd be like veto next <laughs> something's coming like a new member is coming soon <laughs> From the, from me, we're pregnant. Something like that. I don't know. Something, some little, and then you send a video to all your friends and family as soon as you're ready. Do you guys understand why I silence Dallin when I'm pregnant? I'm. I don't silence. I'm not silenced by Ashley. Pregnancy news is silenced. Yeah, I respect it. Stay tuned for more Taking Sides, the Marriage Podcast. All right, you guys, this next one is called Help, I Hate My Job. By the way, you guys are doing really good at making clickable titles. Yeah, thank you. Your your subject lines, they're great. They make my job titling the podcast very easy, so thank you. Okay, this is from Tessa. She says... Oh, I would say what we said in in the last podcast before I even hear. George's favorite... George and James' new favorite show is called Starbeam on Netflix. It's about this superhero girl. But every episode, they have this phrase that they say, um, take a moment take a breath, make a plan, and try your best. If you hate what you're doing, take a moment, think about what you wish you were doing, and just, like, gather your thoughts and make a plan, and then go after it like a hungry... Like um, like Alexander Hamilton in the, in the musical Hamilton. Young, scrappy, and not giving away my shot. He's just like his country. Young, is, scrappy, and hot. He's young, young, scrappy, and hungry. Hungry. Be hungry. Hot. Yeah. Life is short, Tessa. Life's too short to keep playing the game. You know what I'm saying? So with that precursor, let's read your email. My name is Tessa. You can use my name. Oh, good. And you have been watching. I have been watching your family for the past two years and feel such a connection to you. Oh, that's awesome. I, man, I love meeting you guys when we run into you in person. It's so it's helpful for me and also just so fun for me to like meet you in face to face because I feel like we're we get to talk to you, share so much about you. And we don't get to learn as or share so much about us, and we don't get to learn as much about you. So it's so fun to, to meet you guys or read your emails or your messages and DMs and all that stuff. 
Uh, my soon to be fiance getting married August 8th. Aw, congrats. Says that I'm obsessed, but really, you just distress my day and make me laugh. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, I need some advice. I have been at my job for the last eight months and worked a similar job before that for almost two years. I work at a bank as a mortgage processor and I hate it. I am such a creative people person and I need to do something more. I love to travel and be outdoors when it's not freezing outside. I'm from Wisconsin. Do you have any advice on how to change career paths altogether? Well, we just went through this career path change two years ago, Ash. Um, or a year and a half ago. Yeah, Dave Ramsey, and we basically followed Dave Ramsey's advice, which was to be very um, specific about what you want and to make a, a really detailed plan on how you think you can best get there and then figure out how do I how do I pay my bills like feed myself and also how do I save money if I need to go to school or how do I make carve time out of my day to like work on my side hustle and it's very um you know like it's going to be different for every person for Dallin and I like I was a full-time mom to George when we started doing our side hustles well, I guess when we first started our first side hustle, we didn't have any kids and we were wanting to become, you know, like independent of a, of a quote unquote job. We were wanted to start our own business. So we started learning about cameras. Like we had a big plan. We wanted to be elite wedding videographers. Like Ray Roman, baby. Yeah. Ray Roman was the, the person world. who we wanted to be um, or to beat or to become like. And in the arena with. We kind of just worked backwards. Like we knew we didn't, we had to know a lot about cameras. We had to be really good at taking pictures and we needed experience. So we started taking online courses through, what's it called now? It's not Linda anymore. It's LinkedIn Learning now. LinkedIn Learning. Yeah. Has... And Creative Live. Ray Roman actually had a course, did a yeah. course. It's on Creative Live. We watched it like 10 so times. So we watched his own course. Yeah. I watched that over and over and I read books by, what's his name? He has... Picture perfect practice, picture perfect posing, and picture yeah. perfect composition. That's the name Ro of his Roberto books. Valenzuela is his name. And then he's a professional photographer. Chris. And then Chris Orwig. Yeah. His his courses are on uh, LinkedIn Learning. Yeah, so we just and I made a wedding videography course too yeah. on Pluralsight. So if you're into that, you can watch those. But figure out how you can learn this new craft, and then just learn the crap out of it, basically. Whether it's at school or on your own at home through online learning. If or... you follow Gary Vaynerchuk on social media and read his books, if you read Gary Vaynerchuk, he kind of gives you a game plan. He also has a book called Crush It and Crushing It. It's kind of centered around social media, but it has to do with whatever you you want your your hustle to be his news his stuff on instagram is very much like works for anyone starting trying starting to any... start something or be great at something yeah so it's like get humble just focus on what you need and then during the hours of like he says get you get the sleep that you need get six to eight hours but like figure out when you can crunch and learn and network and build up your side business and like get to the point where you are covering your expenses and then some because you'll need to start paying your own insurance and retirement and stuff like that and then make the leap man make the leap over to your new side hustle but just like gosh i just think about our attitude when we were together like in the beginning of our marriage just like what do we want to do we do not want to just have a boss telling us what to do our whole life 
And but some people love that, and it provides them structure that they need. Their personality. Dallin misses that. What, I miss it. Like, it's part of there's a large chunk of me that misses it because it is so nice to have structure, have somebody to give you what you need to do to feel successful, and say this, 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 and this, and you will but be even, doing great at your there's job. There's so many like really competitive traditional jobs that people want like maybe that's what she's looking for and you still have to make some pretty big game plans yeah entrepreneurship isn't the only way to do it yeah we're just talking the route that we went like if i wasn't a vlogger i think i would want to be like a kick a either event planner or marketing master manage a project all manager diff- yeah. in marketing slash like a plural site like the project manager media. would work between the dev team like the directors and the managers and like the video creator of my team and like the tech, like product managers are crazy and no, you would, would be so good that. at being a project manager. You're like so organized with your notes and your schedules and going from meeting to meeting and communicate with this team needs with that team. Mm-hmm. Like you would crush that. And you just have to be so good at talking and coordinating and knowing what the goals are of like the C-suite and I then bring that to, to be... the, like you're in on so many calls and exactly. meetings. It's like, like Hamilton. Like I know this about myself. I want to be in the room where it happens. Yeah. There's a song about that. Like, he just wants to be in, in the, the room, room where it happens. happens. That's what I want. It happens. You would crush that so much. Well, and you, Tessa, sound like you said you're a creative people person. You need to do something more than processing mortgages. I don't blame you. That sounds like the, a horrible job. But some people, like, that's just for, for me personally, for my personality. Other people's personalities love that. They love the analytical side of things. They love processing things. They love having steps to complete tasks to be done. Maybe they're working towards having their own business of being a mortgage processor and just crushing it. You know what I'm saying? Or you need to go somewhere else. And so I would recommend following Gary Vaynerchuk on social media, reading his book, Crush It, Mm -hmm. and just get that grind, that spirit of like setting goals and then working towards them and not letting life pass you by. Eckhart Tolle says, life is the dancer and you are the dance. Or the music, kind of? You're the dance. Oh, which gave me, I had to think about that for a little bit. Like, life is the dancer and you are the dance? Like, what is, like, so basically translates into life is doing what you want it to. Life happens, Tony Robbins says oh, life yeah. happens for you, not, life happens for you, you, not to you. You're telling the dancer what, like, you're, you're telling it what to the do. Steps that you- like, we're the architects of our own destiny, basically our own life so like if you have that mindset well, and then i think you, if with the building example would be you are the blueprint and life is the architect you are the you're telling the architect what to do like he's following the blueprint or well, you are the blueprint and life is the, the construction workers the um what's the what's it called the guy who's in charge of the whole building the project project guy i don't know <laughs> yeah building what you tell it to Co- you know? co- do- 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 contractor 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 there we go almost like so concreter. like you put it out there into the universe and just work super hard towards it and like life will give it to you that's life will give it to you I that's would, what napoleon hill says in think and grow rich there's another book you should read too what we did i we listened equal amounts to gary v and to dave ramsey and i felt like that gave us like a good foot on logic and like hey stupid you need to pay for this and take care of yourself and make smart financial decisions and then gary v's over here like we did have kids though so we were a little more conservative if you don't have kids i feel like you can be a little less conservative you can also grind out much later hours into the night yeah or like any time you have free time during the day kids take up a lot of your free time not saying that's a bad thing it's just the reality you kind of have to work around them and then gary v's over here saying like 
hey stupid like what are you waiting for like he's like literally. you are so lucky you were born a human you're not a plant you're not a rock he's like, like you are you- a human what? on earth the chances of that are so slim and he's like and you're gonna you're gonna sit there on the weekend watching netflix he's like come on he like gary v like, <laughs> it'll keep, really give you a kick out. in the pants he still goes out and goes garage sell perusing so he can like buy and resell things for a profit he's like yeah, he just, there is no reason that any of you should be poor he's like i'm gonna show you i'm just gonna go make 500 bucks this weekend just to show you how easy it is if you grind and work hard it was he'll just do these things and film it get this is gary vaynerchuk on every platform ever like any wherever you want to follow him you'll get all this stuff he's he's great if you need that kick in the butt mm-hmm. so anyways tessa this is our advice like set your goals and then just freaking grind and work towards it. And you process mortgages, like be the best at that from nine to five. And then from like, okay, here's your plan, Tessa. We'll just give it to you. Wake up at six, go to the gym, come back at seven, shower, get ready for the day, read whatever, drive to work, listen to podcasts on the way to work that relate to things that you're interested in or want to learn about stuff like that. By the time you get to work, you're refreshed you're ready to just grind it out. You're working during lunch. You're studying, thinking about like what you want to yeah, do, network. Like, then you grind it out for the rest of the day till five. You come home, have family, personal friend time. And then from you, hours of like eight to 10, you are working hard. Eight to t- midnight. Eight to midnight. And then, or 11 and go to, and then sleep from 11 to six, get seven hours of sleep. Boom. And don't like, don't think of your job. When Dallin was working, like, he he liked his job a lot, but it was annoying that he had to go, you know, and we couldn't put it all into this side hustle. Um, And we kind of switched our mindset, though, when we started being so grateful for this job that was a little bit flexible and allowed us to pay for our dream, like, allowed us to take care of ourselves while we and gave while still allowing us to have, like, the headspace because it was an enjoyable, like, chill job to really like reach super far into dreamland so don't be miserable at your job like think of it as this thing that is allowing you to support yourself while you pursue your dream awesome okay life's too short to keep playing the game go with the flow you end up down the drain that's what my mission president would say oh i was like where did that come from that was john mayer's life too short to keep playing the game mission president says if you go with the flow you end up down the drain yeah, just life happens for you, not to you. You plan it out. Life is the dancer. You are the dance. All those things like kind of get in the mindset of like not just doing whatever life gives to you because like you just got to go and get it. Well, just do it. It's incredible. And don't like, wait for the leftovers after everybody else has gotten their share. That's what Grant Cardone says over and over. Like Grant Cardone's another one, a good good one to follow on Instagram, by the way. When Dallin and I were just... The 10X rule. Sorry, I interrupted you one last time. 10X rule by Grant Cardone. Okay, go. When Dallin and I were just kind of like keeping our heads down working at our respective jobs, we didn't really notice or know about all of the so many different jobs that were out there like you kind of just know about the jobs that are related to the field you're in i feel like yeah but once we left that and we started getting into this creative space it it was truly like mind-blowing and eye-opening how many people make so much money doing things i never even knew about like agents and project managers for social media and like marketing teams and like all like we work with brands and these people who i didn't even know intermediaries like i didn't even know their jobs existed like they're all living these really cool like fast-paced creative um 
collaborative lives that are all these jobs that I, I could just see myself being so happy in if I did wasn't doing what I was doing. So I like if if you just know that you want something different, but you're not sure what you want, I would just kind of um, like Dallin and I, I don't know if we'll vlog forever, but we just knew we we didn't want a normal nine to five job. We wanted some independence. We wanted the ability to not have to wait for someone to promote us for us to be promoted. We kind of wanted that on our shoulders. So we kind of exited traditional job land and went into this creative entrepreneurial space. Um, and by doing that, we've just gained knowledge of so many other jobs that we didn't know about that would be really interesting for us to do. And and it would be really easy, I think, or not easy, but super possible for us to jump into one of those positions if we really wanted to. Mm-hmm. So maybe just find something that kind of fits some of your wants, even though you might not know specifics about what you want. And I think a lot of jobs that you don't know about will kind of start coming into your sphere that might be more appealing than even the new job you get after you quit your job as a mortgage person. Cool. Okay. Hopefully that was helpful. And uh, I'm excited to hear what you do. Yeah. Because you are more than a mortgage processor. Everybody is more than a mortgage processor. You know, I feel like that's a stepping stone to your next big thing. Yeah. Your next well, thing. I mean, like, just if it's not what you want to do, you shouldn't be doing it. Then just use it as a stepping stone. Take what you can learn. Take the money that you can get from it for the time being until you don't need it anymore. Then boom, get out of there. Yeah. And like, for the record, everyone is more than their job. It does not define your worth or value or potential. It's just like what you're doing at this time. I also wanted to say quitting a quote unquote, you know, job or a nine to five or a job where you have a boss and becoming your own boss as an entrepreneur was a really scary leap for me. And I was just like, well, what's out there? It's all unknown and it's all scary. And you don't have the security of somebody telling you what to do in order to be successful. And you tell yourself what to do in order to be successful. It's a big jump, but I'm here to tell you that it's really fulfilling if you can do that and set your own schedule and set your own goals and define what success looks like for yourself and it's really cool if you want to go that route it's very fulfilling all right next one this is from ali and the subject line is a possible therapy option and funny things that old people say oh good all right hey there dashleys i love you guys and your family your podcast journey inspired my husband and i to start our own podcast time in podcast oh cool i don't know how to how you keep up with two podcasts and all the social media it's a lot of work <laughs> therapy. yeah it is therapy anyways my (laughs) husband and i have been doing couples therapy for three months now and we are so grateful to have found an amazing location with so many options for therapy we went with the cheapest option of going through an intern for 30 bucks a session oh that's cool going with an intern at this place their local place and it's worked out beautifully interns in this field i uh have already had so many hours of education and training and are in the process of finishing their degree to start a practice i just wanted to put that out there for people who might struggle financially to afford therapy I believe this is an option in many locations since clinicians get their licenses everywhere. Uh, and they're located in Colorado. And they're, I guess it looks like they go to Denver Counseling Solutions. Well, that's cool. I didn't even know that that was an option. Like, ask yes. if there is a, a um, an intern. Like, I did that with getting hair. up their hours, I guess, to get certified. Like, in college, you could go get your hair cut for really cheap by a really good... You know, like someone who's about to graduate hair school mm-hmm. at the hair school college. Like, the hair at the hair school. Yeah. where hairstylists are getting trained. Sweet. Kind of same thing. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. And um, 
her funny things that old people say. When my husband's mom is waiting for a parking spot or someone to cross the crosswalk, she always gently says, Come on, little ladybug. (laughs) (laughs) I think the saying is so funny, my husband and I usually say it too and laugh when we are in a similar situation. Come on, little ladybug. That's funny. I use I usually have other words that I call them. just hold on there i just say fella. <laughs> i say all right hey i just wait like when people cut in front of me or like just like do obviously things that make me have to slow down or wait a long time for them i just like i just wave at them like acknowledging that i'm here like hi that type of thing or or i'll say this i'll say sure i just make up little pet names like hey there scooter or all right there little fella watch yourself or hey little buddy all right, Ash, that's a wrap for the podcast. That was a good one. And that was a fun uh, out of the out of the ordinary questions. I like talking about things like this every once in a while, too. I know. It's really fun. All right. See you guys.